Good morning. Hi, this is Helena. And you are welcome to the flow. I know it's been a minute since I've been on Hot to Love Handle from B. I am currently parked in the parking lot at my church. This is the first time the church is opening up uh, officially in a year. So I am excited. Uh, we have gone through a National Women's Day a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> I was excited about that. Uh, so many things have transpired since last we talked. So today we're just going to celebrate life um, and how the day is going. So how is your day? I know we have many topics that we have discussed, a lot of more centered around dating, but let me just give you one highlight that this podcast is not solely about dating, even though a lot of you keep sending me messages um, for the information, so I'll try to get back to that, but I do want to do what I originally set out to do concerning this podcast, and that is how to maintain a normal love. So the Bible speaks about a woman with the issue of blood. And this woman, the Bible says, had a flow of blood for 12 long years. Now, women, now you know, 12 long years within itself to have that type of condition comes with so many complications. We'll do some of the obvious. So you have a loss of blood that is a continuous flow, which may cause the body to be weak. Um, the flow of blood is not only uh, what occurs in our time. Uh, we have bloating. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have issues. We have mood swings. So can you imagine um, some of the things that she had to endure for 12 years um, without sounding vulgar, the changing of the guards every so often, you know, back in those days, they didn't have the conveniences that we have, you know, pads with wings, uh, the Bible says they had rags. What, what what they call filthy rags. There's a verse that says that our our <clears throat> you know, our lives are as filthy rags. Um, that is what they're talking about. The filthy rags are rags that women use in their time. So the changing of those rags and on top of that, uh, women were considered unclean at that time. Um, so that time of the month, if they wanted to go outside of the realm of their house, they had to announce that they were unclean. So can you imagine having to go to your local grocery store and as you are walking through the aisles and people come near you, you had to go unclean, unclean, announcing to the world <laughs> 
that your period is on. No, I could not. I really could not imagine having to do that five to seven days, three to seven days out of the month, just walking around. I'm clean. I'm clean. Hello, world. I have a situation. I have a situation. No, I could not. I could not even imagine. So this is something she had to endure for 12 long years. Then the Bible says that she spent everything that she had trying to get better. She was paying doctors to try and find a remedy, a cure for this abnormal flow. It was too much. She desperately wanted it to stop and become normal. Not stop altogether because we know the consequences of that. But if we could just go back to normal. How many of you have ever said those words? I wish things could just go back to normal. As we are faced with challenges of our world today, we are in a pandemic. People are dying around us. People are losing jobs. People cannot go back to work. Restaurants were closed. We couldn't just walk into stores the way we used to. Things were shut down. Students are no longer in the school. Little kids are forced to stay indoors. To ever just stop and say, I wish things could go back to normal. Hmm. This woman, she just wanted things to be normal. But normalcy wasn't what she had. What she had was an abnormal flow. The Bible says that she heard about Jesus was coming through. And she said to herself, as I can just touch the hem of this gospel, I'll be made whole. <laughs> I'm not sure how she heard about him, given her condition. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Some of the other things that came along with her condition was that if any one of her friends came by and came into her household to visit her in those 12 years, they also were considered and they touched anything of her. They sat on her bed, sat in a chair, walked toward her, was next to her, shook her hand. They too were considered unclean. Can you imagine what the doctors were charging? Because if the doctors saw her and went into her dwelling place or was in her presence, then they too were considered unclean for seven days. And they could not see any other patients because of the fact that they saw her for seven days. I know women, when we get around that time, a lot of times we don't want to be bothered. We don't want to be around people. Well, we just want to get this over with. Let this flow go. Do what it's supposed to do. We know it's a cleansing process. But it's the nastiest thing in the world. But it's built to cleanse us. But we don't want to be bothered. We just want to let it do what we got to do. Let these couple of days be over with so we can get back to normal. She just wanted normal things. So she's spent all she has. So by the time she sees Jesus, 
She's pleaded of fun. She is weak. Probably exhausted. And the Bible says that while she is on her way to see God, that she has to press through the crowd. Now she's beginning to break several rules. She's not announcing to the crowd that she's unclean. She's just sneaking through, crawling through, pushing her way through. I'm pretty sure somebody might have recognized her, but the Bible doesn't say that they did. It just says that she pressed through the crowd, crouched down, she grabbed the tassel of his garment and touched it. And the Bible says that she is made. Or she is dried up, her condition is dried up, and her flow stops. Instant success at one time. People, sometimes that's all we need from God is just that one touch. But here's the irony of it all. Jesus didn't touch her. She touched him. A lot of times we're waiting for Jesus and we're waiting for God to show up and give us that one touch. But this woman went to God. She went to Jesus. She, in her present state, took the necessary steps through a crowd, a pressing crowd. Because Jesus says, after she was t- he was touched, he says, someone touched me. And the disciples say, yo, Jesus, dude, this crowd is pressing. Of course somebody touched you. There's people all around you, dude. So she had to travel through a pressing crowd. You don't understand what that means. Like, have you ever been to a stadium and game's over or game started and the crowd is trying to get in or get out, that's a pressing crowd. Have you ever been at uh, New Year's Eve down in New York City watching the ball drop where there's wall-to-wall people in the streets waiting for this crazy ball to drop? That's a pressing crowd. Normally, here at the church on a Sunday morning, parking lot is way more full of but we have restrictions. But on a normal Sunday, there's a pressing crowd. She had to make her way through all of that, and she touches him. We don't have to wait for Jesus to touch us, people. We can touch him. How do you do that? Well, let me help you. Touch him with your praise. Touch him with your conversation. Touch him by trusting him in your heart, in your mind, and in your soul. Are you willing to touch the Savior to get your normalcy? Helena, things are not going to get back to normal. We might as well get used to this new normal. Listen, there is a normalcy in the spirit that we all can obtain. What we want is a normal flow. Let's talk about the 
flow and what is the job. I already mentioned that the flow was all was something that was used to cleanse the body. That's what our menstrual is about. It is the body's way of cleansing itself. Also signifies when a little girl first starts, they say that she has entered now into womanhood. No, she was about 13. I didn't consider myself a woman, but I was afraid because I knew that once my flow started, even though I wasn't sexually active, that I had the capability now of becoming pregnant. So, I'm sorry, I was 15 at the time. So there was no more kissing and all that because of the fear of what the flow brings and the joy and the responsibility of what the flow brings is the flow that helps us produce as women. If there is no flow, there is no production. The problem with this female is she had an abnormal flow. See, we can produce as long as the flow is normal. It has to stop and then go. Because like her, no one wants to touch us while it's the heat. So we have to wait until it stops. But as long as it shows up on a regular schedule, we have the capability, most women, to produce. But when you're in a constant flow, you block your production. Production is halted when your flow is abnormal. And we don't want to be in a place where our flow is so irregular that it stops us from producing. We want to get back to normal so that life is productive. And that's what I'm talking about. We can get to the place where life, once again, is productive. But we have to reach out and touch the Savior. Are you willing to touch Him? Are you just waiting for Him to make His way through? all the mess all of the turmoil to get to you when you can get to him desperation caused her to move past everything and crawl in the space to get to him on her knees she squashed down and then Jesus says who touched me and she realized that it was her when he made the announcement, I know someone touched me because I felt virtue. I felt it come out of me. Now here's the thing. The unclean thing has touched the clean thing. Jesus is not considered unclean after being touched by the woman because everything within him cleansed her immediately. So the onset of connection caused her to be clean. Yes, soon as you get a touch from the Lord, soon as you come into His presence, soon as you reach out and grab Him in your praise, in your prayer, in your trust, in your heart, in your mind, 
in your soul as soon as you put him as priority. He can do an instant cleansing, an instant work in your spirit, mind, and soul. I encourage you today, touch him. Touch the Lord. Touch him. Let us get back to a normal flow. So that we can be productive. Normal see today looks a little different than it did yesterday. But it's still necessary. So the Bible says once he heard his request of knowing who touched him crouched down she looks up and she says it was like me she made the confession I did it I'm guilty I'm the one who touched you she was afraid not knowing what the repercussions would be because of her action I can imagine going through her mind what did I just do? In my desperation, what did I do? What is going to happen to him now that I, the unclean, have touched him? I have to let him know it was me. Just because there's things that he may have to do now. He may be considered unclean because of me. I have to confess that I did it. I can't just take this healing and go have to be responsible with my healing. When we get to a place where we are going back to normal, we have to show some type of responsibility. It is our responsibility to let the world know that we have been changed, that we have been touched, that we have been transformed by the power of God. That is our responsibility. In her fear, she confesses to me. Jesus then looks at her, walks over into her presence, and tells her, your faith has now made you whole. Now, when I first read this, I was like, well, she was already healed. She know that. But he didn't say your faith has made you your faith now has made you whole. I tried to walk in my head. What did that? What did he mean by your faith has made you whole? Well, again, let's look at the responsibility of her and her state when she was unclean. I'm pretty sure she, she was dealing with being exiled and separated. People pulling their kids away when she was walking through the town saying, unclean, unclean children were being snatched. They don't want to be nowhere near her. People stepping over to the side. Not because she was grand, but because they were afraid. They didn't want to be anywhere associated with the unclean thing. So they made way for her. That's funny how sometimes you in your worst state, God will open up a pathway for you to move free. That you are made whole. It'll 
deal with anything that you have dealt with in the last 12 years. You can erase all of that. You are whole. You no longer have the reputation of being unclean because now that I, the Savior, am having this conversation with you, the same ones who talked about your condition or now be testifying of your healing. Once you leave my presence, you're a whole new thing. People are going to be knocking on your door trying to hear the testimony of how you became the vessel you are now. Old things are passed away and behold, you are a brand new thing. So people, again, reach out, touch the face, and behold. A normal flow. Have to maintain a sense of normalcy. Can't have too much of one thing, too little of another. Has to be a balance, a normal balance. Normal balance is what gives us production. It's how we produce, it's how we multiply. It's how we meet people. My name is Helena Pierce, the Right Reverend. Thank you for being part of the show.